to start us off this week, do I have a doozy of a story for us? This story comes out of Kotaku, UK, and was written by Alastair Jones, a Twitch viewer, is suing the streaming platform for $25 million <laughs> for exposing them to overly suggestive and sexual content. Right, eh? <laughs> Good suit, luck with that. <laughs> the suit followed in California earlier this month also called for some of the platform's biggest personalities to be banned for violating its terms of service. Court documents state that uh, the complainant Eric Estavillo uh, suffers from a number of medical conditions that require him to remain indoors, limiting his entertainment to Twitch. <laughs> Estevillo is also said to suffer from a sex addiction. Shit, like- I shouldn't be laughing. This person obviously has a lot of issues. So, like, it's just the ridiculousness of the claim is... There's juxtaposition. Continue, sorry. Just you wait. A condition which Twitch has extremely exacerbated by displaying many sexually suggestive women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming. The prevalence of these streamers <laughs> makes it nearly impossible for Estevillo, who follows nearly 800 women and zero men on the platform, Uh-oh. to use Twitch <laughs> without being exposed to such sexual suggestive content. Ah, the, the com- okay. The complaint yeah. eventually names some of the, those streamers in a list that includes some of the biggest names on the platform, including Pokemane and Alinity. The suit asks that all of those streamers be permanently banned from the platform and $25 million in damages to be shared between Estevillo and other Twitch Prime Turbo subscribers. <laughs> he's, he's really looking out for his fellow sex addicts here. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch was served with an official summons on June 19th, so we'll be forced to address this suit in some way. But I'd be surprised to see the case go particularly far. Estevillo seems to be in the habit of suing tech companies. Yeah. Last year, he sued Blizzard for 100000 after being banned from Overwatch, and previous lawsuits dating back to 2009 have had Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo in their sites. Now, I had a bit of a look at the uh, court documents here. There was just a, a whole shitload of just photos and screen grabs of streamers uh, uh, scantily clad. It looked like some some preteen boys wank bank, really. Yeah. Okay. And then in, in the damages, he went on to list that he's suffered from multiple <laughs> infections due to vigorously masturbating with his flashlight. <laughs> 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 he's, of course. <laughs> he's suffered from. He's watched so much Twitch that he's suffered from having bloodshot eyes, and that's caused him uh, 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 anxiety when he's out in public because people ask him why his eyes are so bloodshot. Shot. Is this a joke? I look. I don't know if this is a troll or not. This seems like a troll. It move. seems like a troll. Very strong. It, it's, it's surely it costs him money to do this, right? To bring this court case forward. Like, if it's a troll, it's a troll from someone. Who's it, gone it's fun. It's funny as fuck, and I hope that he is just trolling because. It, it, it either means the person's a complete lunatic or an absolute genius. Well, so the, I'm hoping that it's a troll situation. The, the, la- the last bit of damages that stood out to me was he said that he ejaculated onto his monitor, <sighs> which caused a short circuit and b- briefly blacked out his apartment. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so it's all, all, all this has caused him mental uh, stress. And anxiety. Holy shit, only in 25, America. 25 million. 
Yeah, only in America. I can't believe the courts actually... I don't know how their system fucking works. And I guess if you, like, hand them a $100 bill, the courts are like, well, let's let's fucking get on with it then. Um, <laughs> even though it's completely fucking frivolous. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's no damages that the, the Twitch people have been causing him direct. So it sounds like his problems with the Fleshlight Company... Um, you know, the, the fucking monitor company, if he's worried about moisture and the monitor, like, there's just no connection there. I'm failing to see, <laughs> see how he can claim those damages. The only thing he could claim at best is, is the cost of his subscription to Twitch, which mm. I don't know how Twitch works, but you know, maybe, maybe that and only that. Mm. And even that is incredibly tenuous because it's like you have the choice of what you want to, what content you want to watch. So if you don't like it, you just, don't watch it, and you go to something else. Yeah, well, that's another point. Like, he says that he follows 800 female streamers. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a choice. Oh, yeah, he, he's trolling. He that, can this who is who he wants to follow. Like, I'm sure the algorithm, if you start looking at some some uh, cleavage-laden uh, uh, streamers, will probably start suggesting you more streamers like that, I dare say. But that's just purely based on an algorithm to try and get you more content that you're <laughs> oh, after. It doesn't mean you have to follow all those people. That's his decision. I, I, I'm kind of intrigued. So you reckon there's a titty algorithm now in, oh, in, look, in like, YouTube and stuff? I wouldn't say specifically would be that, but I'm sure if you looked at a few of those streamers, they would look at what, uh, you know, other people who like those streamers have liked and suggest you more streamers similar to them. So I don't think it's specifically like, you know, we, you know, there's someone, you know, in a back room going, you know, we need more titties, more yeah. titties in the Twitch. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter of, yeah, the algorithm just doing its thing and giving the people what they want. Just. Pretty much every male coder on the planet just inherently <laughs> inherently works into all search algorithms, like the tit ratios, and like it's actually it's actually really really in depth and and complex compared to every other element of the code that they do for basically any program, and it's like the oh, it, it's the meat and bones, if you will, of the. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the titty physics in almost any jrpg like yep. there's more physics going into just those two titties <laughs> than than most of the rest of the game <laughs> yeah yeah so i my initial thoughts is, is this is hilarious and this is an absolute troll <laughs> troll situation because it's fucking insane and oh. i mean i i can't i can't fathom that unless a person has some serious mental mental issues and it's i don't know it, sort of did at the beginning there with with some of the things you were saying um definitely got agoraphobia at least um i know this is getting into the weeds yeah. a little bit here but yeah if he's using a flashlight how did he ejaculate onto his computer monitor this doesn't add up no it doesn't add up <laughs> shit zach you're onto something Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories. But this week, not your place to be for impressions, because we're going to be doing a special news-only week of News to Reviews this week, as neither Lockie or I, Zach, have played anything new, <laughs> other than what we'd already spoken about in previous weeks. Well, I mean, what is there to play? And, and, and you know, sound off in the comments after after the show of, of shit that you actually want us to look at, because, like, I can't get excited about anything at the moment. Desperados 3, I think you might like that. I took a bit of a look at it, and I like how it looks. I think it, it's a really well-put-together game, but the core mechanics look boring as fuck. It's just a stealth top down moving around sort of thing i need like turn-based combat and shit and okay. 
and like complex turn-based combat not not just really basic shit and i think it has a little bit of the basic stuff in it look you know what fuck fuck you i don't want to talk about it too much fair enough fair enough well look uh i should mention as well uh we have uh one of our guests here as a producer today because she did not feel up to recording a little bit tired after a big brutal day of work but if you notice any uh typing in the background or someone yelling a random opinion out uh, <laughs> hi Roz. <laughs> that's uh our regular guest torture there uh chilling in the background and making sure Lockie and i uh don't fuck up too badly <laughs> and uh speaking of fucking up badly i'm gonna bring us in to our first news story this article comes out of Bloomberg and was written by Jason Schreier. <laughs> Jason Schreier. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. J- 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 Jason. A very, uh, a very exciting and uh, <laughs> and a happy intro to what's actually a very, very dark. Well, we end. talk about him so fucking much. He needed a sound off. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so go, Jason. Alrighty, All right. I got to wipe the smile from my face <laughs> because this is a very dark story, and yes, and it's a very serious one as well too. Okay. Dozens of women took to social media over the past few days to outline explosive allegations against prominent men in the world of video gaming and streaming, setting the stage for what could be the beginning of a Me Too reckoning for the $150 billion video game industry. Four women leveled accusations of sexual misconduct against Chris Avalone, a critically acclaimed video game writer, leading one developer to end its cooperation with him and prompting him to part ways with another game in the works. A different woman accused Omid Dariani, the chief executive officer of Online Performers Group, a talent agency that works with many video streamers, of making an unwelcome sexual overture. Dariani resigned from his position on Sunday. Some streamers began calling for a blackout Wednesday of Amazon.com's Inc.'s Twitch, the biggest game streaming platform, alleging that it turns a blind eye to misbehavior. The gaming industry has for years has been criticized as unwelcoming, if not hostile, to women, but has not yet faced the hashtag MeToo movement on the same scale as its vo- as Hollywood and other industries. This week's flurry of postings was unique in terms of its volume and public nature, and it has sent ripples across the industry. Accusations began appearing on Twitter late Friday night, and each new post emboldened other women to publicly share their stories. Many of the postings about the men accused of misconduct were subsequently compiled in a thread on Medium. Some of the most detailed allegations were brought against Avalone, who replied on Twitter to one of the women, Carissa, saying he never meant any harm to her or her friends that he had dated. If I can't do anything to apologize for it, I understand, and there is nothing more to be done. Carissa, who spoke to Bloomberg News about her allegations, declined to give her last name for fear of harassment. Avalone, who has written for popular games such as Planescape, Torment, and Fallout New Vegas, was a founder and co-owner of the video game studio Obsidian Entertainment Inc. from 2003 until 2015. Since then, he has been a freelance designer and writer for games including Prey and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. His work as a writer has been lauded by, by fans and critics. Industry publication Game Developer Magazine listed him as one of the field's top writers in 2009. In interviews with Bloomberg News, two women shared similar similar but separate stories of Avalon buying a, con- a continuous stream of drinks for them and others at an event and then making unwanted sexual advances on the two women. 
One, Carissa said it w- it happened when she met Avalon at a convention one weekend in 2012. The second said it happened at an event in 2013. A third woman, who now works at a large video game company, posted on Twitter a screenshot of sexually explicit messages she had received from Avalon in 2013 oh, fuck. when she was seeking to break into the industry. A fourth wrote on Twitter that Avalon had groped her repeatedly at a nightclub in 2014. Yeah. Avalon didn't respond to the multiple requests for comment. Fergus Urquhart, Obsidian's chief executive officer, declined to comment on Avalon. uh, Christy Dina, a video game designer, said she and Avalon had been friendly for years uh, when they met at a convention in Melbourne in 2013. She went out drinking with him and a few other friends, she said in an interview, and he was continuously buying drinks for the group. At every event we went to, he just put the company card down and buy everybody drinks, Dina said. The two of them went back to their hotel room, Dina said, and the next thing she remembers is waking up next to him with no clothes on. I remember going back to the room, but then I don't remember much of what happened in the room at all, she said. And in the mor- uh, and then just waking up in the morning, he said, oh, we didn't do anything, but of course my clothes were off. On Saturday night, Jackie Collins, a public relations representative of Riot Games, shared a screenshot of sexually explicit text messages from Avalon on Twitter. This was before I was full-time in the games industry, but I knew I wanted a future in in it and was actively working towards that, she wrote. Chris was one of the industry greats I was frankly flattered to even know, let alone be friendly with. So I, forgo- I, I forgave and, and regularly asked him career advice. The women's accusations have had real-world implications for Avalon. Techland, Techland SP, a Polish game developer, said Monday on Twitter that it planned to stop working with Avalon, who was part of the narrative team for the company's next game, Dying Light 2, and Emily Grace Buck, the, leader of, of, uh, the lead writer of the Waylanders, has since said Avalon is no longer on the project and that she would take an extra look at his work. Shit, dying like two sounds like dying, dying career. Yeah, oh dear for God. Avalone. And this story is so big, it couldn't be contained to this one article. There was another article released when I was doing research for this. Uh, this was, came out of the Verge. It was written by Taylor Lyles. Multiple employees at Ubisoft, including two executives, have been placed on administrative leave as the company conducts a corporate investigation following allegations of professional misconduct. The two executives placed on leave are Tommy Francois and uh, Maxime Belland, uh, two employees that serve as vice presidents in a division overseeing worldwide development of the company's games, Bloomberg reports. Both men faced numerous allegations that surfaced after multiple accusers came forward on Twitter. Many allegations have been made against several employees at Ubisoft, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla creative director Ashraf Ismail, who recently stepped down from his role in the game and took a leave of absence after allegations of sexual misconduct with fans surfaced online. In response to the multiple allegations made against several of its employees, Ubisoft announced in a statement last night that it would be launching investigations. The company has also brought in external consultants as part of its investigations into the abuse and bullying. So I guess you could say they called out Ishmael. Yes, I guess you could say. Fuck, fuck you, someone will understand that joke. I, you don't, but fuck you. Someone, is that, is that someone a reference I'm not getting? Yeah, it is. Like it is you, you uncultured swine. Okay. All right. Well, look. I, firstly, I'd like to address the, you know, that we are just a couple of dudes sitting here talking about this. So I can't speak to my own experience as far as all this stuff's concerned. Obviously, uh, but I guess I, I, I really just wanted to mention it because it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a massive story, and it's, it's uh, something that you know, is, is a terrible thing to be happening in the industry. 
and hopefully we can see some sort of change. I, I, I don't understand why anyone, why anyone would not want to believe any of these women. Uh, th- th- I don't see any benefit really in, in them coming forward. The, the amount of vilification that they suffer and the, the microscope they get put under when they raise these accusations is, mm. is ridiculous. They often find it really hard to get work later on in life and it follows them around forever. Uh, so I, I, I'm always inclined to believe these women, particularly when you see uh, multiple allegations a- against uh, th- these particular people as well, too. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you on that line of thinking because, yeah, they, you really do put your career on the line when you call out people in positions of power within your industry. So, mm. um, you know, I hope it's properly investigated. And, mm. um, yeah, if it does turn out to be you know this shit has gone down then yeah i hope uh i hope these people get properly prosecuted for it so keep an eye on the video game industry at the moment we may see more of these allegations coming forward in the coming weeks uh hopefully you know if 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 this does happen we find out more about this stuff that we may see some permanent changes in the industry to make it a bit more of a, a welcoming place for women and uh and, and women gamers and and whatnot because, yeah, as I said before, this is just a very shitty, shitty situation. But, look, I, I wanted to keep my thoughts on this brief. As I said before, I, you know, I, I can't really speak to my own experience and whatnot. just wanted to say that, yeah, obviously I stand and, and news to reviews as a podcast stands with these women. And we, we believe uh, these women as well, too. Uh, yes, Lockie, and do you have you... anything further to say? Oh, no, 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 absolutely um, similar sentiments. It's a shitty situation. I hope it's investigated properly. And if it turns out that there's any credence to the situation, I hope people, um, I hope heads roll. Like, yeah. because there does need to be a serious change if this is the norm. Um, just one question. What the fuck with the nightclub? Like, what, what, do, do co-workers go out to nightclubs? Apparently, yeah. So that, 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 that was, was something that yeah. used to happen before 2020. <laughs> well, definitely, yeah. It doesn't happen in Sydney anymore after lockout <laughs> laws. But, but like, yeah, I'm just... Uh, look, I'd never fucking go out with co-workers to nightclubs. You know, I'd go out to, to restaurants and, you know, fun, fun, wholesome activities with them. But I wouldn't go out to nightclubs. Like, well, uh, anyway... Not saying, not saying apologist or anything like that. I'm just saying that... It, in its own little world, it's just a strange thing to me. I've never heard of that before. Well, I just... Except, I, I except just, we're bankers and lawyers and shit and coke. Yeah, I, A I, lot I, of coke. <laughs> so, like, I reckon there's coke involved in that story. Yeah, uh, look, I agree with that sentiment and just that I don't like going to nightclubs at all. <laughs> I, I did that in my early 20s. I've had my time. Now, the, the, mo- the most the I like thing, to do how, go- young, how young is this Avalon character? Because, like, usually writers aren't, aren't really young adults. Mm. Usually they, they're, you know, they've had a bit of experience and that's what makes them good writers. So, like, I'm just curious that, like, you know, if, if he's, like, 30, what was he doing at a at a nightclub anyway? Mm, preying on women, apparently. You're preying on co-workers. Oh, fuck. Yikes. Okay. Look, All right. Let's, yeah, let's move on All from right. this one. Thank you, Jason Stryer, for another lengthy article. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, our next article comes out of Kotaku and was written by Zach Zweizen. Mm, love the alliteration in that name. Fantastic. Microsoft announced today, <laughs> Monday the 22nd of June, that the company will be shutting down its streaming site Mixer on July 22nd and will partner with Facebook Gaming 
Moving forward, the shutdown started Monday with a transition plan laid out by Microsoft for Mixer streamers. Mixer partners will be granted partner status with Facebook Gaming and the platform will honour and match all existing partner agreements as closely as possible, according to the blog detailing the change. Several big name streamers such as Ninja and Shroud moved from Twitch exclusively to Mixer this year. On Twitter, popular streamer King uh, uh, Gotholian announced he would be moving to Facebook earlier this year. What a He's, great name. Yeah. He signed a deal to stream exclusively on Mixer. It also appears some Mixer streamers, employees, and partners weren't given a heads up about the shutdown. Kotaku has reached out to Mixer and affected streamers for more information. Uh, June 22nd, they had a bit of an update. About an hour after the news broke, Ninja tweeted his first public comment about this shutdown. He explained he ha- he now has some decisions to make and didn't give any more details about his streaming plans moving forward. Currently, many of the streamers on Mixer's front page are streamers worrying about their futures and trying to figure out their next steps in real time. Some I've seen are asking for their ch- uh, uh, asking their chat for advice on which service to move to next. Many seem angry about the lack of warning. The Verge reports that many of these big streamers, such as Ninja, will be, will be free to return to Twitch or go to another platform. Vivek Sharma, the head of Facebook Gaming, told The Verge the decision on where Mixers streamers go next will be up to them and their priorities. In Mixer's blog titled The Next Step for Mixer, the company explained the thinking behind the shutdown. Ultimately, the success of partners and streamers on Mixer is dependent on our ability to scale the platform for them as quickly and broadly as possible. It became clear that that time needed to grow our own live streaming community to scale was out of measure with the vision and experiences that Microsoft Xbox want to deliver their gamers uh, for gamers now, so we've decided to close the oper- operation side of Mixer and help the community transition to a new platform. Blah 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 blah. We didn't fail. We just, you know, we're just moving. Yeah, they failed. So, one thing they didn't mention in this story here was that, uh, yeah, bloody old old Ninja and Shroud apparently going to get paid out a shit ton. Like it's like mm. meant to be like you know combined like thirty five million dollars or something like that between them or something along those lines but it's sort of you know it's all a bit of speculation no one knows exactly what they're getting paid but uh yeah mixer is gone now Lockie, you look you look so sad right now is <laughs> you... oh no that's just my resting bitch face <laughs> um no no i sort of tuned out uh, what are we talking about community transmitted diseases or something <laughs> what sorry i got a message from my boss and i completely <laughs> exactly you can't even fucking pay attention oh, to what you're talking about how can you expect me to <laughs> fuck um i don't know i don't know zach is it something look, about community transmitted diseases okay that sucks okay look what, uh, what are we talking about this is a streaming service microsoft oh. streaming service so last year there was like, oh that's why was, i tuned out sorry exactly. yeah, there okay, was big right. news when uh ninja moved from twitch to go exclusively over to Mixer for... What is Ninja? What are these things you're telling me? <laughs> Zach, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You don't this know. very niche. You yeah. don't know who Tyler Blevins is? No! Have you, not, have you not been watching Fortnite on Twitch and Mixer, Lockie? No! So he's, just, he's basically just a, he's a, a massive... He uh, was a massive Twitch streamer. Yeah. He was the biggest uh, Twitch streamer, and then it was big news when he moved... Over to Mixer, and, and pr- pr- twi- primarily he played Fortnite to 
that was sort of how he blew up. Really. Is he as big as that Delphine character, the one that sold the bathwater? Uh, he's he's the he's the top dog. He's the PewDiePie of 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 Twitch basically, ah. and and streaming really. He's he, I'm, yeah. unless someone's overtaken him at this point. But PewDiePie like... used to be really hot, but he's getting up in years now. <laughs> seriously, seriously, like I saw him the other day. I saw, like I remember like seeing a random video of him like. 10 years ago and i'm like oh yeah i'd have a piece of that okay. and then now it's like oh have you seen his six pack who gives a fuck let's let's shred now like <laughs> i thought you would care of all people no like, uh, no uh, no okay fair enough well look the reason why i brought this up is not because you know you were going to care about it and not really even because i care about it. i couldn't care about mixer yeah i watch people on twitch and i only you know i've, I've only really just started uh, anyway so sorry my rambling my rambling point is is this guy hot ninja that, yeah that's where i was going with that uh, sorry d- look i don't know I'd, I'd say some some people may find him unassuming i guess and what the fuck does that mean like he's not <laughs> he's, he's not the kind who's going to you know throw you on the bed and rip your clothes off he's probably gonna well i mean yeah he's I probably c- gonna be very awkward and 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 you're probably gonna have to make the first move you know uh, so it's kind of like a deer in the headlights type personality. I I, I guess yeah, I'm, okay, I'm right. really out of my depth hey, here, man. I'm look, trying my best. Hey, wow, you you better described a man than I ever have in my life. <laughs> doing something right. Well, look. Anyway, yes, the, <laughs> the, the, the news and the crux of this story is that Mixer is dead and it's gone, and people who stream may care about this. And also, the Twitch streamers apparently like you know a bit of a soft noodle. <laughs> apparently. Okay. You're the one that said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, allegedly. Yep. Allegedly. I did Hashtag say that. Hashtag don't sue us for slander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got the money to sue us for slander, that's for sure. Okay. Let's talk about some actual video games, my friend, as we are a video game podcast. I really forgot with all that, that other fucking <laughs> article. I don't know what what anything is anymore. We are, we are going to talk about the... Uh, Marvel Avengers game that's coming oh, yeah. out later on in the year by yeah. Crystal Dynamics. There was a bit of a a, round, a a war table, they called it. It's just a bit of a roundup of a bunch of information. And I know I've, I've got a, a good little succinct article to go through a bit of it with us here. This was written by Michael Wickwerder and comes out of Polygon. Uh, we've seen few Marvel villains like the Abomination and Taskmaster in gameplay snippets from Marvel's Avengers. Do you want to try that again? Okay. Taskmaster? Oh, what did I say? You said task masker. Oh. And, and I'm assuming that's not the correct word. Yeah, it's task master. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a tongue twister, that one. Good on you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> players also battle hundreds of mechanized soldiers and robots built by AIM, advanced idea mechanics, <laughs> which deploy, I know, terrible, I know, deploy, <laughs> deploys its creations under the guise of security after the Avengers disband. At the head of AIM is George Tarleton, better known as MODOK, just... MODOK is an acronym. Oh, they should have went with George Takei. Dude. I hope it's voiced by George oh, Takei. Yeah, I'm, I'm in 100%. Yeah, Day fun. one, I'm buying the collector's edition yeah, if it's voiced yeah, by George yeah, yeah. Takei. The MODOK is an acronym for Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. God, they, they really like their acronyms in this one. <laughs> That's the big boss. Aim and Mo- MODOK. 
Miss Marvel has an encounter with Tarleton in a Oh, new- Miss Marvel's made an appearance. Wonderful. In Everyone, a- Miss Marvel. In a new story trailer, you can watch it above. Released during the War Table live stream, which apparently kicks off Kamala Khan's journey to reunite the fractured adventures. Uh, there was story insight with a with a Thor hero mission. In what appears to be an early mission for Marvel's Avengers, Thor returns dressed as his alter ego Donald Blake to help the Avengers take on <laughs> an a massive dude in a jacket. Like it's and literally it looks exactly the same. It's a dude in who can't find shirts that fit him yeah. because he's too ripped. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he really sinks into anonymity really well. <laughs> yeah, very well. <laughs> Being this ridiculously sized human, especially with his <laughs> fucking ridiculous voice. It, did, you, did you watch the the thing I, I sent? Yeah, you? I watched a bit of it. It the, was uh... the voice <laughs> acting for Thor. I don't know if that was the voice actor's choice or he was directed that way. Yeah. He sounds to me like he's halfway between Kratos and just an uh, an old mate from the Avengers movies. Mm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, that's his name. And yeah, I'm not a fan of the voice at all. I uh, it's it's yeah, I, I I it just felt like somebody doing a voice to mm. me which uh, it just didn't feel natural at all. I didn't think Thor needed to sound yeah. like that. I don't know. It, it w- sounded like those um you know those animated movies that they do occasionally and yeah. you know they 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 never they never want to spring for the big big name actors to come back in for the voice acting so they go with the you know the voice actor crowd yeah. you know a little bit more generic a little bit more I'm yeah. I'm not Chris Hemsworth, but I am a Nordic god sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It's just a bit jarring, especially when they design him to look like Chris Hemsworth in the game. Yeah, it's so like you're they expecting got, it. It's yeah. like they got the voice actor who yeah. does the voice for like a little recording they put into an action figure or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't sound right. I yeah. think it's easier to deal with if they if they just change the model entirely to look like a different version of Thor. It would be yeah. a lot easier to to swallow. It's yeah. just it looks like Chris Hemsworth. Except fucking enormous, which is great. Who doesn't? <laughs> who, who doesn't want more Chris Hemsworth? Who doesn't want Chris Hemsworth? But fucking huge um, compared to Chris Hemsworth, not more. He's already like that first Thor movie. <laughs> holy shit, he was a monster. Yeah, oh yeah, he was big. He's never he's never going to get to that size again. You see him these days, and you're like, oh okay, he actually does look like kind of a normal person. If he now. was not on roids for that movie, I will eat my small toe. Um. Yeah, look, he probably was because why the fuck not? It's he like looked, there's nothing wrong with that. He looked jacked. Um, like, he like, was saying like he was eating like a fucking roast chicken every five minutes for that role. Like it was oh, just yeah. an insane diet that he was on. But I, I agree. I think he, he had to also be roiding at the same time. <laughs> like it's not like he was competing in professional sports or anything. Yeah. So why would so like there's no as long as he has like, you know, a team of scientists like yeah. coming to coming up with some fucking potion for him to look amazing like why the fuck not yeah oh dude 100 percent bloody it's not like we we don't know celebrities do do yeah. that because bloody um i remember who ah, what's it sylvester stallone got caught up. i think he was trying to come into australia <laughs> yeah, and he got may- done with a whole bunch of steroids yeah on. I'm, I'm not surprised by that if you see him in like um oh, what is it the unmentionables no it's something like that <laughs> it's something like that, but not that. What is it? The un, the unmentionable. It, it's like an action hero movie with all your old ones. <laughs> Everyone's older. It's got Arnie in it and I Sylvester Stallone. And I, I think Bruce Willis, uh, which was a bit look, that, look, unusual to see between them. But anyway, Sylvester Stallone is like fucking sixty, and he still looks jacked. So like, that's where I was going with that. As far as the rest of the hero mission, look, I, I had a look at this gameplay. I it, look the combat looked like it, it looked pretty fun, but it's nothing like it's not like God of War levels of combat. It's not like 
visceral and cinematic and and it, it just looked like yeah it, it looks like it might be a little bit of fun i wonder know? if you're thinking of god of war because they decided to call it the war table which was a weird weird title i think i just because i love the combat in god of war so much now i just yeah. any any melee combat game i'm always comparing to it at there this point go. so that's the shining standard that for me yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i fuck, I'll adore the combat in i that mean game. yeah i i haven't played it before it looks gorgeous mm. so you know that's that's on my to-do list when I eventually pick up a PlayStation please, of some sort. Please, so, so. Whereas I've, I yeah. felt like Kratos' axe, it just had this real weight to it, and it was so much fun to use. Mm. I haven't got to play this yet, but from what I saw of Thor swinging his hammer around, it it, it looked like he was may as well just been sw- swinging around just a, a little mini hammer, you know, just a regular hammer you can pick up from Bunnings. It's just like, dunk, dunk think it's like okay all right but i don't know i don't know how maybe when you have the controller in your hand they had a bit of a little bit of vibrato in the old dual shock to that one it might might make it feel a bit more impactful yeah, you but put I don't the know. controller down your pants and yeah. go through the action scene maybe with the haptic feedback in the oh! dual sense controller it's going to feel like we're really holding thor's hammer that other dude's gonna sue sony next for sticking his controller down his <laughs> pants and getting off on it oh sony <laughs> Oh, give me, give me twenty five million dollars, Sony, because you made me come. So next thing, next thing, like, we'll, next thing we'll have a look at is uh, is uh, war zones, <laughs> the co op missions that they have in uh, in uh, the new Avengers game. War zones are repeatable co- cooperative missions that take place in wide open spaces and dense interiors, where players will take their customizable Avengers out for a spin. Each hero in the Avengers has dozens of unlockable cosmetic outfits, some of which can be earned by completing missions and objectives, and some of which only will only be available through an in-game marketplace. Those outfits draw inspiration from classic comic book and Marvel Cinematic Universe designs, unlockable powers, and gear also draw from various Marvel Universes. Black Widow has her widow's bite while thor can charge up his teammates with his lightning based powers yeah thank fuck finally a game where i can dress up chris hemsworth finally they they they've been reading my letters yep it also appears that players will get to access iron man's hulkbuster armor at some point marvel's avengers will be released september 4th for google stadia (laughs) (laughs) hooray (laughs) said nobody I wonder how much fucking Google Stadia had to pay bloody Polygon to put them first on the list. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google, Google's meekly oh, no. putting up their hands. <laughs> We're a thing too. <laughs> Buy a thing. So there you go. There's a game coming for Google Stadia at some stage. Uh, PlayStation Google 4, Stadia. <laughs> Xbox One and Windows PC. Square Enix confirmed earlier this week the superhero game will also be playable on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and that those who purchase a PS4 or Xbox One version of the game will get a next-gen upgrade for frickety free. Okay. So the co-op missions... They're, funnily enough, they're the thing that when I first heard about it, I'm like, nah, fuck it, I don't want it. But from what I saw out of that whole thing, it was the most interesting aspect to me. Uh, being able to run around with a few of your friends as different Avengers mm. and just bash a whole bunch of different robots and use fun powers. Mm. Looks like fun. I saw like a, a there's a, a brief clip you see of like, you know, all the Avengers going across all these rooftops together. I'm like, yeah, that looks like it'd be fun to do with a couple of mates. Like I'll definitely be hitting up Roger and uh, Chris from over at Button Mash to, to, <laughs> to play this one when it comes out. But, but look, uh, it, but at the end of the day, everything I've seen, I think it's going to be at the very least 
a, a okay or a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think we're almost sort of guaranteed that from what we've seen. But as far as... Oh, yeah. It'll uh, be middle of the road perfect. Kind of like the Titanic. It, it, <laughs> there you go. So, like, yeah, I, I'm not expecting to see an amazing game here. I'm not expecting to see something that's going to push the industry forward yeah. or anything like that. But, hey, we could very well have a fun superhero-based game coming out at the end of this year. If it's not fucking broken to all shit. Uh, I, it's funny. Um, <laughs> now, this is where we're going to go into slightly, you know, the 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 dirtier side of gaming. So, um, <laughs> Black Widow, let's talk about her. The, <laughs> she has no powers, so, so visually there's nothing really going for her to play, and mechanically, yeah, you know, whatever. When you've got a fucking Thunder God... That swings around a hammer like it's a done deal, right? Yeah. But she'll still be a very popular character, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why? 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 Why is are you implying that she's not going to be popular, or are you saying that she's going to be popular because she's in a skin tight leather suit? I, I'm just saying. I hope they just give her powers. Yeah, I think well, like she just needs powers to get onto the level with everyone else, and then and then like for me, yeah. I'll be more than happy playing her. But for someone that's actually straight, they'll they'll love playing her regardless. <laughs> so that's my point. That's my point. Where where okay. what do I get out of Black Widow? Just you know, let her have like psychic powers or something. Just give her something. Come on. Yeah, look, I think uh, I think as long as they can make the, con- the combat for her interesting and impactful, I think it'll be fine. Like, yeah, like her her her, her, sp- her superpower shouldn't be just like you know she does yoga on the weekends. Like <laughs> that's that's not a superpower. That's I mean, that's I, a character, I mean, though. I guess she's you a... could ar- you could argue that hey, you she's know, when you're ba- work- when you're working full time and and finding the time to do that on the weekends, that is a superpower. You're a superhuman. Yes, in real life, but I'm talking about hide and fantasy. I just want to, you know, let her like fucking hurdle cars and shit. She's a badass spy. I think if if you ch- if you change what she is, you're gonna have a whole bunch of nerds out there. You're gonna be like, no, she doesn't have powers in the comics. You're ruining her for everybody. Who gives a fuck about them? Well, every <laughs> everyone who makes any content to do with it, everyone caters towards the comic book people. Yeah, but no. No one gives a fuck about them. That's why DC movies and Marvel movies exist. Like, those comic book fans aren't happy with any of the mainstream Oh, stuff. not DC, but you wouldn't say DC have followed the comics. I'd say Marvel have followed the yeah, comics to some degree. Def- and, oh, definitely and true to source material. comic book fans but... froth over the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. I'm just saying... got some they don't like it, like any big, like, series of movies. But I'm yeah. just saying, comic book nitpickery aside, like... You know, it, it's a video game. The whole point of it is to be as visually engaging for everyone as possible. Mm. It's all about fun. Yep. So, you know, comic book uh, trueness yeah. and whatever, accuracy, I don't fucking care. My guess is what they're going to do is she's going to have a bunch of different gadgets she can fuck with. So she'll have, like, shock grenades or whatever. Perfect. Hey, that, that'd so be she's Batman. Yeah. Great. Make her Batman. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Done. <laughs> I'm happy. That's yeah. all I need. Like, you know, Fuck yeah. if, if a comic book person says, oh, that's not true to the source material, it's like, well, f- get fucked. Go read that. I'm sure. Go read that she- source material. I don't care. I'm sure she had gadgets. I've got to say, um, the, the, the one that I'm, uh, I'm really curious and, and interested to play as is Kamala Khan. Her powers look like a lot of fun. The whole stretchy power thing. Slamming with oh, big I thought that kind of looked. I thought that kind of looked gross. Because oh, oh, yeah, the I... graphics are too good. That's the problem. I was getting serious Uncanny Valley because she looks like <laughs> a real human. And when you start seeing real humans' limbs sort of 
you know, go inhumanly long. It, it's sort of like uh, a oh, bit of a Slender Man feeling. Oh, that's what I loved about it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was very um, I'm sure visually interesting and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're not alone. It's just, and also it reminded me of Fantastic Four and I hate that movie. Yeah, that wasn't... Which, wait, which one? Josh Trank? <laughs> Everyone. Okay. I hate all of them. Every uh, single version of them they try and do, it's always terrible. I loved the original one when I was a kid. Oh, well, the Jessica Alba one. Yeah, looking back, it was you terrible. Loved it be- yeah, you loved it because of Jessica Alba and Look, nothing else. did I rewind and rewatch that scene where she is in her underwear yeah. on the bridge many times? Yes. I was yeah. an eight or nine-year-old kid... Give me a break. Oh, I, hey, I'm not I'm not faulting you from being a human. I just <laughs> I'm just saying like again, gay men talking here, shit movie. What do I get what do I get out of it? I mean, yeah, I don't watch movies so I can jack off over them, you know? Like I don't I don't judge them on that. I got porn for that. I don't need movies for that. I want them to I do other dead, stuff. Man. I wasn't watching it for that either. I just liked the movie. Anyway. You were just a creepy kid. Uh, yeah, well... Fucking, fucking creepy. <laughs> I, I genuinely <laughs> enjoyed the movie as well when I was a kid. It's just one of those... I, but I enjoyed Batman and Robin when I was a kid. I thought that movie was great. Yeah, that and then was... I, yeah, that's I, I, re- I re-watched that when I was in uni and I was like, holy shit, I didn't realise how terrible this movie was. And then I looked online and I'm like, oh yeah, the world unanimously yeah. agrees this movie was a shit show yeah but it was it was terrible it was um it was just campy <laughs> that that that's self-aware bad and that's fine uh, yeah. in its own it, right it was just very hidden comic booky and that was fine yeah. i i think it actually does sort of hold up as something terrible to watch these days those yeah. one-liners in there are yeah. so bad that they're kind of good that was the one with the um with the nipples on the breastplate right oh yeah and, yeah and, yeah, oh, yeah and um arnold schwarzenegger as mr freeze oh yeah yeah that no that was a good movie what because the it dinosaurs was, yeah the ice it, edge <laughs> It went ridiculously campy. They knew what they were going so for, dumb. and and like if you if cool you go, yeah if you if you judge the movie on the basis that oh it didn't get up to the the hidden drama of the Christopher Nolan movies, it's like yeah no fucking shit. That's <laughs> not what it was trying to be. You know, it was just a fun, campy, comic book feely movie. Yeah, it's it's funny because people don't talk about the. There was actually nipples in Batman Forever as well too, but people <laughs> ah, ignore those Batman. Ah, it's because go. the nipples got more nipply in the second one. Like they, yeah. at first they were just like little nip nips, like just a bit of subtle nippage. But then next they had yeah, like just they, full blown. they did like a pointy so nip, funny. like a pointy cone, <laughs> co- cone nip. Yeah, they had, had the areola. areola. Yeah, they, yeah, it had the areola <laughs> to the design, like on on like plate mail metal so it had to be like hammered in and designed that was so funny yeah uh. the, the close-ups on the butts when they're getting yeah. when they're getting dressed every time there's like an ass close-up you just see the <laughs> ass right up in front of the camera just move up and down yeah you know what fuck it we have an announcement to make we're not talking about games anymore we're, we're switching to a hard pivot to a movie show yeah, you can see how interested Lockie is in a game when when we end up pivoting to <laughs> this kind of shit. <laughs> Wonderfully, I'm. Very I talked about that. how I was interested in playing as Kamala Khan. <laughs> we end up talking about Batman somehow. Oh dearie me! Uh, look, I think we can leave Avengers there at this point. I think we we've, <laughs> we've squeezed that lemon dry. I'm 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 going to be picking this gross. one up. Uh, yeah, what a gross thing to yeah, say! I did, why I picked that phrase, I don't know. I think it's time to move on. We have some quick stories now. Oh, sweet. Quickie, quickie so stories. So none of them are written by Jason Schreier. None of these are by Jason Schreier. <laughs> so you, everyone who, who fell asleep driving before and is recovering from the <laughs> the accident, inevitable accident from that, I apologize. 
Uh, these ones won't put you to sleep. <laughs> okay. We talked about a, a little thing on the show last week uh, in our Somebody's Leaking segment. Crash mm. Bandicoot 4. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 has now been officially announced and will be released on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 on October 9th. Oh, yeah. It's about time. So, I, I I don't know if you checked out the... They, they did release a trailer for this one as well. I forgot to send it to you. Oh, no, I've seen that. Okay, yeah. you saw the trailer. Yeah, yeah, what did you think? Yeah, I don't live under a rock. Um, like, <laughs> you know, I do have Facebook. It's absolutely plastering Facebook at the moment. Okay, with okay. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic. I mean... It, it, I, we got to see great stuff in all the, the remakes of those games, um, earlier on last year sometime, and fuck, we're finally getting a proper sequel. Looks fantastic. Like, I'm really fucking happy about this because mm. platforming game genre just sort of died for a, a good 10 to 15 years. Mm. You had a few good titles, you know, sprinkled throughout, don't mm. get me wrong. Mm. Like, you still had Rayman going and um, Ori was was a nice, you know, um, return to home on the 2D scale, but not too many 3D titles. And, like, fuck, we're, we're, we're getting a glut of them now. It's great. Mm. I'm happy. Yeah, there's definitely been this sort of resurgence in yeah. platformers at the moment. Like, we've got a, you know, an announcement of Ratchet and Clank coming out, which is a, you know, a shooter cross-platform. There's mm. a ton of platforming in that game. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting. We got a, a Astrobot. Uh, they're getting that was that was announced as part of the PlayStation event. We didn't actually talk about it on the show, but Astrobot they're getting their own game now, mm. uh, as well as we did talk about it on the show. Sackboy getting his own game. <laughs> so we got there's three platformers coming exclusively to PlayStation probably in the next couple of years. I love so. that name, Sackboy. Sackboy. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Uh, I, I'm looking. Oh I'm looking forward to the R18 sequel, Scrotum Boy. Uh, 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 so so anyway, Crash Bandicoot, it's about time. I, I want to give my thoughts on the trailer because I have thoughts as well. Oh, okay. And uh, look, mm. there, there was some intriguing stuff in there. Crash is doing a little bit of uh, wall running and stuff like that. So they're mixing, <laughs> mixing up a bit of the platforming. Actually, yeah. you know what? I didn't see that trailer yeah, then because yeah. that's a bit Prince of Persia-y. Yeah, ve- look, very Prince of Persia-y. Uh, very sort of, uh, you're not doing free sort of freeform wall running. It's like very designated spots where you're going to be doing those wall runs. Uh, there was also some weird, weirdly, there was some rail grinding as well too. So Crash is doing some Ratchet and Clank style grinding on rails, which I found weird. I was like, yeah, it's weird. They're already sort of doing the, um, the, the time skipping thing that Ratchet and Clank are doing the, the universe Hmm. thing. And now they're also sort of doing the grinding thing. I I dare say they probably didn't know Ratchet and Clank were going to be releasing a game that, 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 you know, split universes and stuff. I don't know uh, what the fuck you're talking about, but all of it sounds inappropriate, Zach. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, uh, there was this also, is a children's game. Right? Uh, yes, yes. We're, we're, grinding rails literally means like, you know, as you would on a skateboard, but they've got special boots that do it instead. Oh. Not like grinding oh. s- like a stripper pole. It's a it's a rail. Oh. Anyway, anyway. There was also a bit of a uh, bit of time mechanics I noticed when uh, during the trailer. So there was a moment where there was Not some... Not a Prince of Persia. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus, they're really dating. What the? Fuck? They they said that when they looked at this, the creative team said, "Hmm, Crash Bandicoot is good and has a lot of good stuff to it, but what if Prince of Persia?" <laughs> well, it looked like a, the way they implemented it looked cool. It was like you know, just yeah. there were some plants that were whacking some platforms that Crash had to get across. Then he slowed time and he could get across it because they were doing it at a slower rate. Uh, it also looked like you could control Cortex and Coco, which I, why? Like, I hate it when platformers introduce different characters and like you, you feel like you can't 
do the stuff that you're used to doing. I don't know. Unless um, you can play as all of them in the same levels and maybe they unlock different things, it might be interesting, but... Uh, I don't, uh, know. I don't know. I I disagree with that. I I mean, like, um, that was one of my most favorite things about Donkey Kong Country. Pretty much all of those games, one, two, and three. Um, and Dixie was my favorite one of all of them because she had the spinny head tail thing, was able to glide through shit. Okay, it's good when your characters have variety of mechanics, and it's a yeah. fun way to sort of revisit old levels and see new areas. Like, mm. I I think that's a really clever way to get more out of a game yeah well that's if they do it that way because the thing they I worried, will do it that way well then again <laughs> you do get a lot of games where they'll yeah. where, like say like uh, there was a remake of the spongebob game from back in the day you can only access certain levels of certain characters you know yeah. what i mean so if they do that i'm gonna find that annoying but if you can yeah. go back to all the levels with all the characters then yeah that sounds interesting but i think with me with this one i'm just gonna i'm gonna be super skeptical right up to release one thing it's activision they're known for churning out some of the most corporate fucking money-grabbing games I've ever seen in my fucking lifetime. Well, I mean, those execs need to eat too, Zach. Yeah, oh, yeah, those poor suffering execs. They need... They, they, need, they... they need their coke to go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, I, and, and this game isn't being made by Naughty Dog. And I, and, it, I, and I would argue that since Naughty Dog stopped making Crash games, there hasn't been a good Crash game. So I, I, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be buying this one anyway. I've already stated on the show before that I am never spending money on an Activision product again. Mm. If a pre-owned copy comes out, I'll buy it. Maybe if I'll feel like checking it out because that way they do not get a fucking cent. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is something that I know I'm going to be buying and that's Cyberpunk 20 fucking 77. They had mm. Night City Wire, which is like this sort of episodic streaming thing that they're starting to do. So it's going to... Yeah, big, big oof may- on that. Yeah, I think they're going to be releasing these things semi-regularly until the game comes out, um, I'm guessing. So, Zach, I'll give you my initial impressions. Hi there, welcome to the... Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Gameplay footage. Uh, footage. Okay, yeah. Mm. All right, I'm going to watch this. Okay, okay. Mm. Now, what did you think of that? Oh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of the whole, like, developers talk back and forward and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I, I, yeah, I didn't find... I, I found the uh, Night City Wire first episode very, very underwhelming. Like, the most interesting thing was a quick gameplay trailer they showed at the very start because it just showed a little bit more of the game. We did find out a few different bits and pieces, like... Uh, there's going to be eight biomes in the in the place, and the eighth one of those will be out in the desert. So there'll be this sort of bigger open area as well as this uh, big city area. Uh, but other than that, there's nothing that really interested in, interested me that much. Um, a lot of people will be excited to know though that there is going to be a cyberpunk anime coming in 2022. So that was one of the announcements mm. they made during that. Doesn't have any effect or anything to do with the game really it's just set in the same universe but it's not canon or anything like that so meh i don't really care and the other thing was called Brainwire. Uh, i'm just not an anime fan that's why i'm not really going to check that out the other thing was called Brainwire, and it was basically the investigation mechanics from batman arkham knight like you could get a scene and then you know rewind it and go forwards in it it's basically what you're doing is you're reliving someone's moments through their neural chip uh, but it works effectively the same as that. But you can, it's just got, it's, it's like a more in depth version because there's like, a, you can do thermal vision and a bunch of different kinds of things that you can fuck around with. Too. Um, it sounds exactly like Batman to be honest. Yeah, it, it, no, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, we'll do it 100%, 100%. So, all right. So, Cyberpunk, but what if Batman? It's, it, we're yeah. seeing a lot of these new exciting games. Um, the, uh, look, I mean, you, look, when you make a game, 
it's kind of like that whole thing with movies and stories. Yeah. Everything's been done before, so how do you do something new? Yeah. And you kind of just sort of try and combine. Look, I, I think traits. it's more, rather than the game as a whole, I think it's more just that specific element because it goes into that investigation mode, which you may remember from Batman and whatnot. Yeah, and is, that yeah. was really fun. So I, I'm happy Not to like see Not like when a you're skulking more... around, like when you're literally investigating, like you zoom in and you scan evidence and stuff like that. That kind of thing. Yeah, you could do that in Batman. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Oh, sorry, I, I was, yeah, I was. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were thinking of that or you know, never mind. I, I'm. I'm saying all of it yeah. works with Batman. Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. did it all first, and yeah, um, that's great. If we get to see a little bit more yeah. Batman sort of live on in these newer titles, I'm happy with that. I don't know what fucking happened to that game. Yeah. That game franchise. Oh god, there, there's there's something in the works coming from them. We just who knows what Rocksteady's doing. Fucking, yeah, they've been so radio silent on it for years. Yeah, so strange because it's like it was. It's been successful. Yeah, yeah, consistently. Yeah, but <laughs> so look, yeah, more in depth investigation mode. I'm not very. I don't care. Like whatever. It's like if they make the scenarios that you're investigating super interesting and that, then maybe I'll be invested in it. But other than that, yeah, I, I couldn't care. Uh, but also with this Night, Night City Wire episode that they did, they they uh, let a whole bunch of different press outlets play Cyberpunk 2077, about four or five hours worth. And uh, there's been a few bits and pieces of what different people have been saying about uh, uh, what, what they got to experience. So apparently there's uh, going to be three different sort of origins and story starts. So kind of like, you know, when you have a role-playing game, yeah, you'll have those different origins that you can pick from. So mm-hmm. your the yeah. start to your story may be completely different to somebody else's. Cool, I love that. The customization is apparently almost overwhelming. You can even do the voice and all kinds of different things, uh, right down to you can even do five different kinds of pubic hair. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the shooting... I, I didn't even know there were five kinds of pubic hair, by the way, but anyway... The shooting is less clunky than Fallout 4, apparently, so that's good to know, I guess, but I'm expecting kind of clunky shooting after hearing that. Uh, but I guess you kind of expect that from a RPG shooter, I guess. And then again, Borderlands is an RPG shooter, and they did a good job with the shooting. I don't know. Sorry, Zach, I'm still thinking about the pubic hair stuff. Okay. Um, what, do, what do you have to say? What's on your mind about well, the pubic hair customization? I guess thing? my first question is, uh, so we're talking about pubic hair around the genitals, right? Or are you just saying, you know, body hair? I, th- I, th- I, d- I don't actually know. I think it, it says pubic hair, so I'm yeah. going to assume yeah. around the gen. What, what else is considered pubic hair? Well, no, I, I agree. I, I, when I think of pubes, I'm thinking about around my nutsack, yeah. not, not like that's all on my was. chest. Yeah, I never, I didn't know. They that. look exactly the same because I have the worst pubes. <laughs> 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 um, there we go. But, you ever want to get so, a look at Lockie's pubes? Yeah. So when you were saying, so chest. when you were saying, I didn't realize there were five types. I'm like, yeah, there are, and I got the worst one, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. It could be worse. You could have all five different types. You could just be a jungle bear. <laughs> so be be happy with the, the curls you got. <laughs> the combat system. <laughs> you're gonna like this, Lockie. The combat system works like Batman Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh that, shit! In that you can approach <laughs> approach them from uh, brute force or stealth, but this also adds hacking as well, so you can do hacking. So you could hack an Arkham. Yeah, you could. Could you? Yeah, you could hack computers and shit. Oh, oh yeah, but I mean like not like in depth. Like, in combat, you can hack. Like yeah. So what I think. What does that mean? So I think like in hack like turrets and like hack people's oh, okay. different okay. Th- like things yeah. they have in their body to fuck with them and. 
shit it's like that. So I don't know that that's that, the the, the yeah, hacking yeah. I've also seen though in uh, that was in Bioshock as well. You could hack turrets and you could hack these like gun things that fly around and shoot. Yeah. You, so and that's the thing. At the end of the day, we could link any game mechanic to an older game that's done it before, and mm. that, there's nothing wrong with them taking what works and what is fun and making their new sort of spin on it. Yeah, you're totally, I'm happy to hear it. You're totally yeah. right. It's all about the implementation. Like, one of my favourite games of 2018 was, was Spider-Man, and Spider-Man, in a lot of ways, borrowed from the Arkham games, but it also put its own spin on it as well, too. And that game, <laughs> Pun intended. So oh. much fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so much fun. Bloody, uh, I'm, I'm all down for when games can do that. Uh, if they do it well and they and they, they make it unique, mm. then fuck yeah, give it more. Hook it straight into my veins. Uh, there's street cred. That's a sort of like a, a system that you can use to unlock better prices and stuff at vendors and whatnot and different missions with different factions and things like that. Apparently there's going to be lots of different random events and whatnot. So you might find that, uh, based on what directions you travel and what choices that you make, you're going to get a whole bunch of different outcomes compared to what other people's experiences may be with the game. So I don't know, all that stuff there, that, that that particularly sounds really interesting to me. My favourite aspect of Red Dead Redemption 2 was how just travelling between one camp and a town could be a story on its own because you may have some random story event that will pop mm, up, which mm. will be, you know, like someone's been bitten by their horse is dead and they need a lift or oh, yeah, something like that. There's yeah. all kinds of things. Or you might get ambushed. There's so many different things that can happen to you along the way. That it's uh yeah it just makes doing a, a, any of those 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 trips a lot really interesting. If they can fit that in a cyberpunk, if we can be really put into this city and this universe, you know, like if I can be scared to walk down a, a dark alley because I'm worried that someone's going to try and fucking jump out and mug me and they're going to be all OP with fucking cyber enhancements and shit. Yeah, I'm frothing. I'm I like yeah. I already need to change my undies. I'm I'm pumped for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this is. Uh, I, I'm I'm very curious about this game. It, it is. Zach, you have you have male privilege when you want to be scared over the idea of walking down a dark alley. <laughs> that, that's that's male privilege right there. Where you're like, oh, that sounds like fun in a game. Where, <laughs> whereas whereas that's just a normal experience for women. It's just like, Jesus. yeah, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's more just any 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 time a game can make yeah, you yeah. feel some kind of fear or anxiety or just any intense emotion. I think a yeah, video yeah. game's really doing its job. So yeah, I, I hope that it's going to be something like that. I hope it's something. It's it, who knows though. It's it's a new IP from them. It's a big wait and see as well too. But uh, considering The Witcher Three and how well put together and how well detailed that game was, uh, yeah, I'm 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 definitely picking this up day one. I'm definitely going to be jumping right on in. I mean, I like that you get to pick Keanu Reeves's pubes and shit. That's that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you uh, have I, any customization. I think Keanu oh, I Reeves thought he was a play. I thought he was the playable character. No, no, oh, he's like okay, some right. like my my impression <laughs> is that he's like some like phantom in the system that can talk to you somehow and no one else can see him and shit. Oh, uh, can I can I do a prediction then? And it could be a spoiler. Sure. They're gonna do like a, a one of those Tyler Durden things from. Um, you know that movie. How do I know the, the the character's name, but not the movie's name? <laughs> Fight Club. What, what is Fight Club? That's it. Well done. <laughs> How do I know the fucking character's name, but not the movie's name? 
And anyway, they're going to do that, and it turns out that he's your split personality, and you you were really Keanu Reeves the whole time. Well, Keanu Reeves, I think they've already said, like, he's, he's, he doesn't exist. Like, he's going to be, like, a chip in your fucking arm or some shit. Like, oh, he's, so he's Cortana. You, you see him, yeah. It's, well, you see him as, like, part of, like, during the trailer, you see him, like, sort of glitch. What a world we live in now. So, <laughs> I, I guess him glitching was sort of the clue that, yeah, he's, he's not really there. I don't, I don't Microsoft, know. Microsoft has been snoozing on, snoozing on Cortana for too long, and finally, Project Red has given us more Cortana, and it's Keanu Reeves. I actually get this right too. Fucking in Batman Arkham Knight, the Joker follows you around as a figment of your imagination. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. Anyway, voiced by Mark Hamill, a famous person as well. So what you're telling me is we're gonna the twist is gonna <laughs> the twist is gonna be is that we were Mark Hamill the whole time. <laughs> Man, I didn't realise until we started talking about all this, all the weird similarities to to Arkham. But hey, uh, the look, entire world, Arkham. the entire world that we live is a figment of Mark Hamill's imagination when he was in that car accident <laughs> before Empire Strikes Back. Oh well, me personally, I'm looking forward to playing Batman Arkham 2077. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next up on well the list, we have. A game that uh, we were wondering if it even existed anymore not too long ago. Biomutant. Oh, nice! Yeah, so, yeah, it hasn't now, dropped now, off the face of the earth? It still is. It still exists. It's still coming now. There was, yes, uh, mutated kitties. Biomut- the, the developers of Biomutant released, I believe it was Avalanche who's developing this one. I should probably double check this one when we start recording. <laughs> they have released about a nine and a half minute gameplay demo trailer thing. Uh, including just like yeah, a whole bunch of the game. I was surprised really with how much they showed with this, and what I sort of the impression I got for it from it, it looks kind of like Monster Hunter Cross Breath of the Wild. Oh my fucking god! Yes, Cross Ratchet and Clank. Stop talking about your Sony exclusive Uh, bullshit. It's it's, (laughs) going back to the others. Yes, absolutely fascinated by all the. Oh, sorry, THQ Nordic are the ones who are publishing this one, I believe. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just super fascinated by it because I wasn't. I, I, I thought it looked like just some action adventure game before that. I knew it was going to be open well, but I wasn't expecting it to have these sort of elements. But what I noticed as a recurring thing throughout the, all this gameplay was these massive, really interestingly designed uh, monsters that you're fighting mm. with this really cool sort of distinctive art style within you're fighting it with your little little cat yeah. creature that you are with these random weapons and assortments, which apparently you can customize to the absolute nth degree. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it looks very Monster Hunter, like you're dodging and you're j- attacking at the right moments, you're looking at the different attack patterns, the monsters are super expressive and their mm. attacks are interesting and whatnot. For sure, I got the same feel, I when I saw this game it was basically Monster Hunter World, but you get to play as the cat. Oh, yeah, you're the Palico! Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah. Oh, Palico game! And and I'm so surprised they never did an expansion in the Monster Hunter world where you could play as the cat, because, yeah. like, that's what everyone wanted. And here we are, several years later, Biomutant, finally. Yeah, I want to play the Monster Hunter sequel, which is Monster Hunter The Palico's Revenge, where the Palicos rise up. And because they are slaves, if <laughs> they, you're saying they are, they they are, are not slave. slaves, just because yeah. they have a smile on their face, that's yeah. just that's just what they want you to see. You know? The, oh the, yeah, there's some serious slave. 
third class they're, bullshit they're, going they're, on there. And they are se- they are sentient. Yep, they and are. They're self aware, and they everyone who plays language. Monster Hunter should be ashamed. Yeah, they can, yeah, they can communicate, and they have their own fucking language. <laughs> they're they're as smart as the people that they're fighting alongside. Like it, and and they're also they're wielding weapons with incredible dexterity, considering that like they're just cats. Yeah, they're forced into <laughs> battle like fucking Pokemon. My god! But they're cooking so good. Yeah, their cooking is really good. Yeah, Tom, well, pay right. them properly for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. they deserve the right wages for yeah. the fantastic food they're cooking. But <laughs> look, you can pretend at least to be a Palico in Biomutant and to get your revenge on some monsters at the very least. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the game looks sort of brimming with character. We see there's tons of just random character introductions throughout this entire thing, which was, they, they didn't explain much at all. It was just like, here's another character. Here's another character. Yeah. They all have names. It's And it's very clear that they're taking inspiration from Monster Hunter. One of their names was like Monjob the Monster Hunter or something like that. <laughs> It, I can't remember what it was. The name's it's a fantastic weird. name. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> if if <laughs> not, that's the. Name. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm not even saying that sarcastically. I I genuinely love that name. Yeah, but and then the gliding sort of reminded me a bit of Breath of the Wild. You can see he's getting up to sort of uh, heights and then gliding around with a little little cat hang glider and stuff like that. Neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like so, um, Breath of the Wild, but without a terrible weapon degradation system. Your oh, weapons are yeah, actually meaningful good. in this yeah. game, which is which looks interesting. And uh, I I couldn't see anything that stuck out to me narrative wise, mm. but. I'm kind of fine with that. Like, I, I, I've i never really played a, a THQ Nordic or an or a Avalanche game that I've thought had a decent narrative in it. Yeah. They all seem to... Writing seems to take a backseat to the rest of the, the development. Hey, I'm okay with that. But what I would like, and I think this is what we really... I want to see more of in these beautiful-looking AAA title graphics games. I want them to, to show Don't Tell with their stories. Yeah. Like, actually, don't tell us the whole plot. Just just input input scenes and environments that tell the story to us. So, um, kind of like Dark Souls, but you kind of need to get your narrative by reading through a lot of the items. But just a, just a lot more... Just make it a, a, a story that you can sort of piece together yourself if you pay enough attention in the world that you're in. Mm. I really like those types of stories. I don't need fucking... I don't know. I don't need Black Widow telling me what's going on all the time. <laughs> or Keanu Reeves in my head fucking explaining to me what my day. Me personally, I don't, I don't mind a, a minimal story. I'm not into games where you've got to find the story yourself. I don't I don't have fun with that. I like uh, there to be a, a story I can actually enjoy. I don't know. I don't want to read a whole bunch of crap either online or in-game no. in order for there to be a story in the no, game. But that's, like that's to, just me personally. Yeah, you like to be spoon-fed your, but look, this, you know, your little baby food story. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Look, num, look, num, uh, num. Have look, the mushed carrots. It, it, it was Experiment 101 uh, who are the developers behind this. So, look, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with anything else that they've done. So, you know, maybe the narrative will be crash hold on this i don't know but i feel like if, if it no was... it won't it won't it's about mutated cats yeah, yeah. i'm i'm saying what i would love it to be yeah. i'm sure i'll love it anyway because it's really ticking all the boxes in terms of a great action adventure game mm. i just reckon plot li- uh, plot wise it, it'll probably be really basic and crap mm. and you won't be playing it for that but and that's where that's where my complaint sort of is well if you don't have much of a plot going on then don't even tell a, tell a story just create an environment that sort of spoon spoons it out at different points if you really pay attention and are into mm. that otherwise here's your action game 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, look, I, I think for me, uh, the gameplay looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and like the, the world looks interesting and and, mm. and looks very visual and whatnot. It might be one of those, yeah, one of those podcast games or something like that that I'll just I'll, I'll play, have a lot of fun playing with. Might even platinum, mm. you know, like spend a lot of hours doing it. But I might not be like totally one hundred percent invested and engaged like what I am with something like The Last of Us Part Two, which you know I couldn't even fathom putting on a podcast or something like that. Yeah, uh, whilst playing a game like that. So maybe humans will be the slave class this time around. Yeah, well, if that would be a fun little sort of fuck you to Monster Hunter World if I, they like just turn Monster Hunter World on it upside down. Well, I think in reality, it's 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 heading that way. We're going to be slaves to robots in a hundred years. Yeah, but not mutated cats. Yeah. Probably you don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you don't, but like I don't know what cats no. are planning. I'm pretty sure the sun will explode before that happens. Every cat I've ever met has been super cagey. Who knows what they're hiding? okay so. they're, they're hiding a terrible shit on your bed that's what they're <laughs> hiding <laughs> the cats aren't that complicated oh god yeah so look biomutant i'm very excited about i think i think i will be picking it up one of the things i really loved about the trailer and uh, one of the things that stood out to me the most was at the very end they said the game is coming when we are happy with it and i love that i thought that was fantastic <laughs> it's a bit of a like you know why'd you pause on coming <laughs> Are you some sort of weird pervert, Zach? <laughs> yes, I like to think of games I'm anticipating of coming. That That's what gets me through my week. If I know, like, before I got the last Zach, verse, I was thinking, God, that game must be having Zach, an this orgasm is, right now. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> we have standards, Zach. <laughs> I never once said we were professional. When did that meeting happen? I was not present for that meeting. I did not get that email. I choose no. Okay. <laughs> Look, that's... Have you got anything left you want to say about no. Biomutant? Okay. Well, fuck. Oh, this feels weird. Because that'll do us for this week. We don't have impressions for you this week. All I've done is played more The Last of Us. And I think by next week, I'll have that game done and dusted. So I'll have a review for you. Uh, everything I said last time still stands. I think the only thing that's sort of maybe changed for me a little bit is the narrative, I think, is starting to drag a little bit, uh, which is, uh, I, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> but hey, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it is definitely starting to drag. So, so what do you reckon? Three out of 10 on Metacritic? I'd, yeah, if you're, uh, definitely, if you're a, um, stories, an, after 60 hours gameplay story starting to drag, three out of 10. <laughs> Yeah, if you're an if if you're an incel on uh, on uh, on the interwebs, yeah, you're probably yeah. giving it a three out of ten for sure. But yeah, fuck. No, look, I I look, I, I'm I'm still in love with this game. I think it's an absolute achievement. I just we'll see how the narrative wraps up. Maybe it'll bring it right back on home. But right now, I've, I've, I'm I'm thinking uh, it may not quite hit the narrative heights of The Last of Us Part One. Not sure yet. So yeah, we'll wait and see. And I'm sure all our listeners will be waiting with bated breath to see what review score I put on that next week and how I feel about <laughs> it finally. And you can also look forward to a very special, 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 special <laughs> spoiler episode uh, of news to reviews in a couple of weeks time or whenever the hell Chris and Roger from Button Mash managed to finish The Last of Us Part 2. Because, yeah, us three are going to sit down and... Uh, have a bit of chat and dive deep on all the spoilers and whatnot in The Last of Us Part 2, so you can look forward to that. Oh, what? So I'm not few. fucking in it? Hey, are you going play- to break- play the game? Way to break the news to me, Zach, on the <laughs> on the fucking podcast. Oh, okay, well, hey, you I guess- can, You can 
join us. I guess fuck you then. I seem to remember a PS5 event where you just sat there the whole time going, none of this applies to me. It's all PlayStation. No, it's because you're fucking... So why the fuck would I invite you to a spoiler episode on a game that you haven't played and have no no plans on playing? I want someone to fucking explain to me why this game is getting review bombed. And you, and like, you included, all the fucking podcasters at the moment don't want to spoil the game for anyone fair cop, but I I would like, I am curious to understand why, because I don't have this game. Okay, okay. So I'd be curious to just sit in and maybe talk. Talk down to everyone occasionally. You you know what, fuck you. You didn't invite me on that. I I don't want to do it. (laughs) Look, Lockie, you know I love you and I love having you around, so you're more than welcome to be a part of this if you like. But I can also just tell you about all that stuff off air as well. (laughs) It is totally up to you. Do I just spit at your face? No, no, I was just scratching. <laughs> no, no, I was just scratching my eye. <laughs> you, you, just had no. this, you had this look in your eye like, oh, that was disgusting. I was like, oh, shit. No, no, I was just I was just scratching my eye. I know, okay. I know you shouldn't do that. That's how you get pink eye. So, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here I am. Well, if your finger's been up your ass, that's how you get pink eye. Because <laughs> that's from too far <laughs> I'm glad to know what you've been up to. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Okay. Oh, Alright, ended on a high note. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, special thanks to our guest speaker Torja, who is the game. <laughs> if you've if you've been wondering about that that slightly higher pitch laughing than mine, also going on. Thank you, Tosha, for coming on the show. Oh, God. And uh, if you want to tell us anything you thought about this <laughs> fucking assorted, random, tangent-filled episode, you can send your feedback to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews and that's with a number two instead of a word two, and Twitter's definitely the best place to keep track of everything that we're doing, but also, leave us a review. It really helps us the fuck out, if you do. Uh, didn't mean to rhyme there, but there we go. Uh, and uh, Actually, just before you do your sign-off, Zach, okay. um, I'm curious. If anyone can think of a... a- a name for our show that makes more sense than what Zach just described them with the number two to the word two. <laughs> we are curious. We'll do. A, let's do a little competition. If anyone wants to send us feedback for a better name show, even if it's shit, I'm it's, I'm kind of curious. It's not It'll the be name of the show. It's I the know, Twitter it's, handle. I know. It's just so hard. I Zach. know. If you, uh, well, I'm if, listening to it and I can't even remember. And I've heard it like fucking a hundred times at this point. Well, look, the the regular it's so Twitter hard. handle with the normal spelling is gone. If you search news to reviews on Twitter you'll find us anyway. It's just our Twitter handle is that if you want to search for that specifically. Look, fair enough. I don't use Twitter, but it just sounds so hard. Blame whoever the fuck out there has the news to reviews handle. I can't fucking find them, but someone has it and fuck them. <laughs> no, they're so probably anyway, nice if you people. Wanna, if you want to come up with a better name for our show, it probably isn't that hard. Please contact us on the shit that Zach said uh, with, with the address. Apologise whoever has that Twitter handle out there. The, I'm sure the, you're a great person. What was it? The news to reviews, but with the number two. Instead of the, the word two. Instead of the word two. It's not that complicated. Oh, please, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Bye.